Safety cards, red flags, cars exploding, ballsy overtakes, and a first-time podium winner. Mugello gave us a little bit of everything. All the carnage. Let's jump the start. back everybody to the jump to start podcast no this is not wellington <laughs> today i'm sitting here with one of my closest friends ruben say hi hello people wellington could not be with us here today hopefully we'll be back with us next week uh but luckily this week ruben we have a crazy race to talk about yes sir basically what i call the first annual Mugello Monster Truck Rally. <laughs> truck Rally. <laughs> With everything that went on at this race, and we'll get to that. But before we get to anything, I want to do the shameless plug and uh, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform, which is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. And also, uh, we're very active on social media, so check us out on Instagram or Twitter at Twitter at Jump to Start F1. And mention if we miss something. <laughs> yeah, man, oh man, what a race! How did what did you think of that Tuscan Grand Prix? Did you like it? Did you not like it? I saw on social media somebody say that it was. The craziest, most boring race that they ever saw. I agree with that. Really? Yeah, I agree with that. It was a the race itself was super boring, but the action that happened throughout the race that was off the hook. Come on, we, when was the last time we had two red flags? Yeah, that's the whole thing. I I tend to look at these things not as um not as a uh, not in parts, but as an entirety. And I think as a whole, I think it was an entertaining race, considering that we had two rest- we had three restarts, actually. Three restarts, yeah. As it, was it four? Because the first one, you had the... Well, we had the safety car, the and then the two red flags. Car, and then the two red flags. So you had two, it was like four starts. You had, yeah, like, because the like, beginning of the race was like a start. races in one. <laughs> it was awesome. I thought it was great. I was, I was thoroughly entertained, considering that we wake up so early in the morning to watch these races. I, I on that aspect, I also have to agree with you. You know, it's just I'm I'm, I'm most of the time my point is always cut in the middle because I'm an F1 fan first at heart. So regardless of whatever type of race is brought to us, I'll take it. Could be boring race, I'm still gonna watch it because I'm an F1 fan. Right. It could be a super pack, you know, back and forth action and stuff like that. And yes, I'm gonna get emotional in the middle of the race, but I'm still gonna take the race because. I'm an F1 fan of the technology, everything the cars have to bring. I'm a, I'm a fan of, I like the package of the whole thing. I just don't, you know, obviously I'm a Mercedes you know, fan right now, but as a package, I'm an F1 first. Because right. tomorrow Mercedes could get out. We love seeing these cars go around the track, racing each other, especially if we get good, good racing, which I think we didn't get great racing. I wouldn't say it was great racing, but we did get to see more overtakes than what we expected. Um, yeah, yeah. There was a lot more. We we didn't think that it would it would be so many overtakes, um, and some of the people that were actually doing the overtaking surprised me as well. There you go. <laughs> and so, I mean, and let's not let, we'll go over the race now. 
uh, before we even get into into uh, what we obviously you, you obviously know what we think so far. But um, but obviously Lewis Hamilton won the race. What's what uh, was that surprising? Th- no, <laughs> the, the podium wasn't surprising. We have Lewis Hamilton first, Bottas second, and well, wait, there was one wait, surprise. Wait, 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 not surprised. <laughs> Alex Albon got his first podium, ladies. Finally, and finally. And thank God. And that, and that was because Lewis Hamilton was running up front. He couldn't run into him. Exactly. <laughs> Unless he was about to lap him, but it wasn't possible here. <laughs> Followed by Daniel Ricciardo in fourth and Sergio Perez in fifth. The Pink Panther. The Pink Panther. So let's go from the beginning of the race. We get the normal standing start. We get through first the first corner, the second corner. And Max is bolting it. Max had a great start. A great jump, you mean? A great jump. Bottas, too. But he didn't jump the start. No, he did not jump the start. <laughs> Bottas, too. Bottas, Bottas had finally has a great start. He, he has a great start. He overtook Lewis Hamilton. So you have, yeah. so you have Bottas in the lead. You have, um, right behind them, you have Hamilton. And right behind him was Max. And all of a sudden... He's nowhere. He stops. <laughs> he just stops. And and just keeps falling and he back. Just keeps falling back. It, it looks like his engine cut out. I guess they 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 keep having those electrical problems. That same thing that happened to him last race. I don't know what's going on. I like it. I like the radio. I got no power. Oh yeah, he sounded like he was in desperation. <laughs> and um, so he drops back, and this causes basically a pileup where throughout the midfield. Throughout, yeah. So so everybody has to break. You have Gasly. Who got squeezed in by, I think it was Kimi, and then Grosjean. Was it Grosjean? Yeah, yeah. it was Grosjean. Grosjean. It was Grosjean, because I remember Grosjean had... It's funny how he got squeezed in by these two cars, mm-hmm. and it was only Gasly that got problems. Kimi and Grosjean walked away like nothing. I mean, they not like nothing, but they still were able to keep going with the race. Dude, if you see Kimi's onboard... Exactly. <laughs> it looked like his car was about to be destroyed, and he was the only one that kept going. I think he finished the race. And he did so finish did the race. Well, and we'll get to how crazy that is that they both wind up finishing the race because they played integral parts <laughs> on everything on this melee that happened throughout this entire race. So so Gasly gets squeezed in by by Kimi and by Crojan. And Sainz winds up spinning also, but he stays in the race. But this cra- this particular... But that was in the front, though. It was further front ahead. That no, no, Sainz it was, spun. It was all in the back. It was all. Oh no, no! Like yeah. the the incident with Gasly and them was behind Sainz because Sainz oh, okay. spun out because Stroll tapped him. Oh my lord! What? So it, that was in front. The melee that happened between Gasly, you know, Grosjean, okay. Raikkonen, and stuff like that. That was further back because that's how much back Max fell. Because remember, so that merely happened because of so so slow that Max was bringing down. I thought that was probably one of like the craziest sequences to happen to oh, yeah. so far until we got to later. <laughs> until, we get to later. <laughs> until later in the race. Yeah. So so that crash takes out Max and takes out Gasly. Um, so we have to do a rolling start basically. Going because behind the, the safety about, car comes out. Yeah, this is the first lap. So it takes about like five or six laps in order for them to clear the track and everything. And then. And then we get to the monster truck rally part. Yes. So this track is is different from any other track because it has a very long straight. Right? So usually what happens is that if and especially if you were watching qualifying, I don't know if you noticed, 
and when we usually watch qualifying, once they got through that last corner, the start finish is right the there. Start finish is right there. Yeah, and this time around, this no, time, you would see these cars literally almost like, by the first turn. Down, it yeah, by the, not even by the first. It was like halfway through the straight. I think the the, the finish start is like pretty much just a couple of feet before the pit and you know the pit exit. Right. That's how far down the start finish is on this track. So I'm I'm while I'm watching qualifying, I'm I'm looking. I'm like, why is it that the timing is taking so long to start? To start, but the start finish line was there. So taking that into account. Oh, the timing to stop when they end in the lab. Because yeah. that, was, that was my thing. Like, are they going to end the lab? Like, the time passed? But what, what happened? Right. But it's because of the same thing, because of the, the position of the start ending. Mm-hmm. So taking that into account, we're, we're rounding, they round the corner, and obviously uh, the, the, at this point the safety car comes in. Botas is, he just dictates the pace. He's the de facto safety car at this point so he's taking his time to warm, warm the tires to get as close to the line to bolt so he can get an advantage on lewis because he wants to keep his lead but as the other cars are still mind you this is 20 cars they're rounding the corner so some cars Pe- start accelerating and before botox can even take off we already have a properly <laughs> we have this Monster crash. <laughs> yeah, that happens, and it was it was super dangerous. Very when I saw it, I'm like, it looked like an atom- when I, I was watching Botas at the front to see if Lewis Hamilton could take uh, can overtake him, and then all of a sudden I see this fireball behind him. Yeah. Behind him, a bunch of dust just kicks up. Yeah, what happened there? Ruby? Okay, so two things in my my from my point of view that I took from this melee that actually just destroyed like five cars, but. I did not know prior to this race that it's actually the start finish line that starts, you know, the race again, which kind of it should be that way. Right. But in my mind, from um, the times that I've been watching F1, I always thought that people start racing when they pass the the line, the safety car the line. Safety car line. Cuz mm-hmm. most races pretty much they start from there. Either either before the safety car line already starts slowing down. Typical Lewis Hamilton, he does is he bunch ups the pack, mm-hmm. you know, like halfway down from him, and then takes off right at the same time that the safety car is coming in. So he just passes a full speed that line. Bottas didn't do it this way. Bottas did it by the book, which is he did take the pace. If he takes off, then people take off. But if he stays slow, he has all the way to start finish line to actually speed up. Right. So that's why pretty much why bunch up the pack so much coming down the straight. The, you know, the, the start-finish line, mm-hmm. which is where Bottas never picked up any speed. He just kept weaving, you know, left to right to keep, you know, to warm up the tires. I guess they weren't warm enough yet. Right. So when as he was getting closer to the start-finish line is when he actually takes up, you know, picks up the pace, which is perfectly about the book. So he did everything fine. Right. Now, in some the back... People, some people were blaming him. Yeah, but, but now that's what I go back to. Now, in the back of the pack, a guy like George Russell somehow slowed down by the turn. So to catch up to the pack, he sped up. But actually, again, because he was catching up to everybody, he slowed down. But people behind him, they all thought they were racing. They thought they were going. Because in front of them, they already could see green light. Meanwhile, Bottas has not passed the start-finish line. So he's not even nowhere. But when with these cars to get a tow, you have to pretty much be, you know, most people when they're racing, they got to get behind each other. Right. So that's the reason why the other drivers were not able to see what was going on in the pack until it was actually too late. But it started at George Russell. At the beginning, we thought it was Kvyat. Yeah. We also thought about at one point it was K Mag. No, but the one that started this 
to speed up, speed up was, was Josh yeah, Russell. So what I saw in the video was, and I saw, and F1 TV actually had a great analysis on this. And I think that's what we, what we saw, that it was George Russell. George Russell had a big gap ahead of him, and he took off, mm-hmm. right? So right behind George Russell, and George Russell, if you look, if you're looking at these cars from the back, George Russell is off to the to the right hand to the right hand side, right? yes. And then a little bit to the left, but behind them, you have, I believe it was K Mag, I think. K Mag. Okay, we might K Mag, Latifi, Kevin Magnuson, Latifi, and Antonio Giovinazzi. Yes. Right. So. Do, by the way, those three guys were able to slow down. George Russell, K Mag. And Latifi. Yeah, what slowed them down was the car in front of them. <laughs> no, no, no. But the, I'm, what I'm talking about is they were able to slow down. Yeah. It was the cars behind them that had nowhere to no, go no. now. So, so La, Latifi so was, I mean, Latifi, Giovinazzi was the first one to get the big clank. And and what happened with Giovinazzi, and I, and I saw this, and this is why I told we te- I texted you during the race, look at Gio's onboard. So Russell takes off. He breaks. At this point, I think Magnuson thinks he's going. So Magnuson goes. Then he breaks. Then Latifi goes, and then Latifi goes, and he thinks he's racing, and then he notices, okay, I got a break, but I'm not going to stop in time. So if he veers off to the left. left. Yes. George Russell veered off to the right. Yes. At this K-Mac point, is in the middle. K, no, K-Mac is right there. At this point, Giovinazzi's off, but Giovinazzi's is like pedal to the metal, yeah. boom, and he has nowhere to go, so he goes right into the back. Of K-Mag. Of K-Mag. His car goes flying up into the air. And right behind him. Yeah, right signs. behind him is signs. <laughs> and listen, thank God for the halo. Yeah. Because it, it looked like his wheel, it either landed on the halo or right in front of the halo. Yep. Right at the bar. Right at the bar. The open bar. And, and right behind signs was Roman Groja. <laughs> By the way, he did not touch with anybody. No, he was he able didn't. to, I guess, maneuver left, right, left, right, or whatever. And this is what I'm saying. Well, this is what I said. But he was a, he had a perfect pitch of everything. Yeah, well, this is what I mentioned earlier. I'm not. Sh- I'm still trying to figure out how Kimi and 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 Grosjean and Beto as well. Yeah, were able to finish off the race because they were that they never sped up as quick as the pack that crashed. Mm-hmm. They were still behind. So I'm guessing my, you know, obviously we have to look further into the to the to the onboards and stuff like that. I'm guessing Kimi, Grojum, Kimi, and Beto, especially Kimi and Beto, they were still in the turn. Yeah. So they were not at any time they were never at full speed. Because by the time they actually finished the turn, the crash is already happening pretty much in front of them. Yes. So yeah. when they see that, they actually manage to slow down. Even Kimi on on the I was watching on YouTube earlier the top 10 from the weekend with the Raiders and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Even Kimi said, he's like, I don't know what happened up front, but the guys in the back thought we were racing already and we weren't. So he knew they weren't racing yet. Interesting. We'll link that in the show. Yeah. yeah. So Kimi was you know, further behind and he actually was able to get through with, you know, with all the melee. And you could see his tires that they pick up a couple of debris and when he speeds up. You know, same thing with Beto because Beto right away, Beto already knew. There was gonna be a red flag again, and he, hey, please just get the, you know, get the blankets ready and blah 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 blah. I don't think there's any doubt that there was gonna be a red flag yeah. at that point, especially you're on the finish straight. You have, I think, three or four. I think it was four cars. Four cars. It looked like a bomb went off. <laughs> and carbon fiber everywhere, like they always say. I'm torn between this because it's dangerous, so, so you that don't want to see dangerous. anybody get hurt. But it's also fun for the show. Of course. And. First race with actual real fans too, and we have fans here <laughs> to watch this. I mean, it was absolutely bonkers. Now, just looking at the in, at the situation, 
Is there anything you think that F1 or the FIA can do differently at this point? What, like, they blamed, I think, a total of like 12 cars. They, yes. They, they, mm-hmm. I like, think... It was like everybody got got a warning except for the the top the top three the, and the last three. <laughs> exactly. The last three was so far behind. Yeah. Uh, I think the only thing that I see for future reference, but a lot of people are not going to like what I'm going to say, is that they should, they got to take away that thing with the radios that at the beginning or, or the first lap or the formation lap, your um, your uh, your pit wall cannot help you. Be- if the pit wall was able to help them, I think you see that a lot in NASCAR. When they say green flag, go, 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 we got a green, you know? Yeah, and they spotters actually- in NASCAR too. The spot- yeah, spotters they in NASCAR. They tell them exactly, they'll say, oh, car inside, outside, outside, exactly. outside, mm-hmm. inside, inside. They do that in NASCAR and they also have it in IndyCar as well. So I think that is something we might see in F1 to avoid situations like this. Because if... But do you think that it's something that happens so often that they need to do that? No, no, that's the thing. Like, But now is... You know, it sh- with this week, uh, you know, it show also with both us that, hey, just because it's done that way normally doesn't mean it's the normal. I'm still within my within the rules with what I did. Right. So it's 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 tough. It's tough to judge when you know on on what stance to take. The safest stance to do is for your pit wall to always communicate with you, whether it's to help you, coach you, or whatever it is. But because remember, at one point. The pit was not able to help you on anything. You were your driver out there. They cannot tell you, you know, like for example, what you know. Well, the, we saw that in Hungary with with the that the, that Haas got penalized because they wanted to change their tires and they communicated to them. Yes. And then we saw that uh, Alpha Tori wanted to do the same thing, but just because they didn't communicate. Exactly. So pretty much, Kafia, Kafia, one of the changes are also as Haas did, but Kafia, who who did change it, I believe. He did change it, but he said it, but the there was no response from the front. The, wall. Yes, he was. Well, that's why they pretty much, he was just talking to an open mic. Yeah. He was just talking to an open mic. So yeah. that in that, that aspect, why he didn't he did not get penalized? But if your pit what is something about maybe they could prohibit things that are going to help you that much. But you know, there's always a gray line on everything. That's why I say it's just gonna be. It's, it, and ha- could, and, and it has to be in a way that you know, to save the car, save aspects of the race. You're able to tell your people. He, you know, if the, if your pit wall was able to tell them, you know, when we have a green flag on, hey, slow down because the front is not going yet, mm-hmm. or pretty much if the front, you know, if the your pit wall is able to tell, and we are go. When when you know when Bottas actually takes off, right. that's when people will actually will floor it. I think. Well, on that point, the, uh, Lewis Hamilton brought this up in the in the post race interview. Oh, Lewis, top three, uh, and also and Bottas agreed with him that it seems that they are the FIA is ter- they, the the safety car has a red and green light on top of it to let the drivers know when the safety car is going to come in. Yeah, normally they turn it off. No, yeah. Normally they, I don't, I don't. No, when I mean, is the they, safety car in? They turn the because they have yellow, not red. They have okay, it's like, a, like a yellow is orange light right. on the top. So, so that light usually goes off maybe the lap before. Whole lab yeah, almost like a three quarter of a lap or lap yeah, before. Yeah, of a lap when they turn before. it off. In this case, and it happened last week too. They brought it up. In this case, it went off just before they were about to get to the oh, corner. Oh, crap. Yeah, so they have no, no, no so preparation. they have no warning. Yeah. Um, and they said that they brought it up to the FIA, and the FIA basically told them, no, it's, it, it's better for the show that way. It's all right. 
So pretty much, they fight yourself. No, the way we have it works, that's, that's staying that way. And they did that after the race as well. Gotcha. Do you think that that's something that could cause? Yeah, yeah it's, 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 a, it's a package of everything. I think the FIA definitely have to look into or put like a little perspective on, hey, you know, when the safety car is ending, it has to be at least half lap before. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, they could they could be more clear on where the light is going to go. So the Yeah, like at what point driver... of the actual lap the lights could go off. If not, they have to go out one more lap. Right. So that way, everybody has a, you know a chance to to prepare and to, for the restart. Even though it's a race and you always have to be on edge and on point, I understand that. But it's a safety car. If I if I start too quick, I'm going to penalize because I'm not going to be called speeding on the safety car. Right. Kind of stuff. You know, it's a, it's a bunch of there's a bunch of regulations, and it's a bunch of gray areas. Too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then F1 teams are great at exposing the gray areas. Of course. You know, that's that's the name of the game. Exactly. So all right, so. I mean, that crash was really hard to decipher. Uh, it was dangerous. Up to this point, it's still hard to, to you know. It did make a race that we came into uh, thinking that was going to be, it was going to be fun for qualifying because it was fun to see these cars go around that track. It was, it's a very flowy track. There's not heavy braking zones. Uh, and we didn't think we were going to get a ton of overtakes. Uh, which was quite the opposite. So this 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 incident, as dangerous as it was, did spice up the race going forward. Yeah, I mean the the actual race itself. You you know you compare it to the action that we so you could say it's pretty boring, but it's, it's because it's a flowy track, mm-hmm. and because of the speed of the track, pretty much is expected who's going to be overtaking, who's going to be doing this and be doing that because of the speed of the car. Like you know we saw it with Leclerc. Yeah, I mean, and then we saw, you know, at the restart, we saw at this point, Botas, your boy Botas pulled his signature bad start at the at the restart after the red flag. Uh, Lewis Hamilton overtook him, I think, at the second corner? I think he had a pretty good start. It's just that... Hamilton was obviously in second, and Hamilton is Hamilton. And, Am- and Hamilton, I think, got the slipstream on him. <laughs> exactly. That's what he got the toe. Yeah, he right got from the, the get go, right he got us. Because remember, I think you slowed down a little bit in the first corner, but after that, they all right. flat out. Mm-hmm. You know, like the next three corners or two corners, they're flat out. Mm-hmm. So Ham was able to pick up the toe real quick on both us. Right. And he was overtook him like nothing. <laughs> so then you have so you have Hamilton overtaking Botas. So you have Hamilton in first, Botas second. And we have. My boy, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> At this point, you guys know each other, right? That's my boy, man. That's my boy. Now, we, we know each other, but, you know, from afar. Um, Charlie running third yes. in the Ferrari. In the Ferrari. For Rari. their 1,000th Grand Prix. I can't even say that word. Me either. 1,000 Grand Prix. And I and it looked, and, and he was running well. In third for for quite a while. How many laps did he do? Two, three? No, it was more than that. It was had to be had to be like it was more than it was like, like six. Know, it was like six, seven, yeah. eight laps. But then his tires started going. His tires started going. On top of that, he has no power. The Ferrari engine, dude. That engine is bad, man. So yeah, at the at the. At the Leclerc was running third for a couple of laps, and lap eighteen, he right. gets uh, you know, a stroll overtakes him. Yeah. But you know, obviously, 
And then Stroll, poor, poor, poor Ferrari. I mean, he dropped back. It was, it was, and you can see he was, he would lose a place on the straight because obviously, the only overtaking spot on this track is on that straight going into turn two. I mean, going into turn one. Yes. And another reason why we got so many of the overtakes that we saw in this race, I saw this analysis on uh, on motorsport, motorsport.com. There was a good, there's a good, uh, a good article explaining why we were able to get the the amount of overtakes that we got because the first corner is banked a little bit. As a gotcha. Banking. So what's good about some bang and some camber, what they call camber, is that you can take various lines going through the corner and still be quick. We saw it with Albon later on in the race making these overtakes where he did all his overtakes Going through on the outside, which the outside is very hard to do if you have a track that doesn't go off. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. On the main straight, pretty much as the pit ends, there's like a small curve there. Is that considered a turn? It's like a small curve to lead to, well, I think, what is called turn one. No, it's not. It I, looks that way. It does look that way. Right? It, it's almost like... Um, it, it, or is it because... It's almost like in Sochi. Like in Sochi, you have a little bit of a kink, but it's, and they call that turn one. But it's not really turn one because these cars take. Or, or it looks that way because the the field is, you know, the the actual racetrack is shrinking because the pit entrance or pit exit is ending. Yeah. So it might. That's why it probably might looks that way. That I don't know. Because you know when you're when you're coming down the 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 finish start line, whatever you know, the main straight. Mm-hmm. Most of the overtakes were happening in that little that little piece of the track. Right. You know, pick up either people were coming with a tow or people were coming with the. With the DRS open, right? So it's around the DRS that time. DRS was super powerful in the yes. and so was the undercut. As yes, we saw, as we saw later. Um, but at the same time, that Strode overtook Leclerc. Albon also overtake Perez. Pretty much almost at the same time for seven places. Yeah. So it's pretty much like as 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 uh, Strode overtakes um, Leclerc. Pretty much like within seconds. Albon is overtaking Paris as well to I get up the field. Like, wasn't it the same time? It was pretty much like the, it was like almost simultaneous. You, you got both both. Uh, I was about to say Fort Cindy again. Both racing points getting overtaken at the same. At the yep, same yep. Trend at the same time. <laughs> that was pretty crazy too. So you know we have, um, but at this point, the stand we have Ricardo moving up the field. Yes, overtakes. Uh, we also have Albon, who who didn't really get up. He didn't get off to great starts. This and he didn't qualify well either. He didn't qualify. No, he qualified fourth. I mean, he was half a second behind Max. But he for the first time. Fourth. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean still a, it's still a big gap, but he still got up to the So how did he, how did he but drop? He dropped back because at he, the start? he said it at the end of the race. He said it that, um, that, he, that they couldn't get off the line well, but during the race they were able to overtake. So the car was quick. The car was quick. And um, so... You know, we have, you know, we're racing, we're going fine. It's, so, it's, it's it's become this race at this point where the race that we expect. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really overtaking that much. Everybody's staying in their place. We're, but we're watching Ricardo moving up the field. Yes. Albon's moving up the field, but we're really watching Ricardo because we want Cyril Abitable to get that tattoo. I wanted to. <laughs> you know, and everybody wanted to wanted that. And at that point, I see Ricardo. I'm like, get, I want a shoey, baby. Let's go. I want a shoey. You were saying that too. <laughs> I want a shoey. So Ricardo's going up. He gets past, He gets past obviously, Leclerc. He gets past Pipe Perez. And he's on. He's nipping at the heels at Stroll. Yes. And we're just... And, and it seemed like he was faster than Stroll. And it was only a matter of time before he can overtake him. And, he and all of a sudden... We see this 
poof of smoke on the track. Well, wait, but before that, before you even say that, yeah. it was the radio of Botas saying that he wanted a different strategy than Hamilton. Ah, oh, yes. Good. <laughs> so he wanted a different strategy than Hamilton. But with like a lap later, yeah. he starts complaining about vibrations. So they're forced to bring him in. But meanwhile, also, when all of this is happening, Hamilton is also informed that Bottas wants a different strategy than him. Right. So actually, they force Bottas in first, or Bottas force himself with the vibrations. Right. Comes in, goes on the hard. Need like a lap later, Hamilton comes in and gets hard tires as well. Yeah, Bottas can't catch a break. <laughs> Bottas can't catch a break for anything. Yeah, but... It's because Hamilton is in the zone. Hamilton has it. Like it's Yeah, but he also... But, but Bottas had every opportunity to beat him this race and he didn't do it. Of course. What, he did what, not... What... I mean, what else... What can Bottas do to get ahead of him? Because he's not driving bad this I know year. He's very be. close. In qualifying, he's within... He's right tents. there. Yeah. He's right there. What is it? What is Listen, wrong with Bottas? In qualifying, Bottas is getting the max out of that car. Obviously, he's not getting the top, top max because this is Hamilton driving this car. Like, this is the GOAT, man. This is the greatest of our generation. He's the greatest driver. Right. So we're not going to see a person at that level in a long time. So what else can Bottas get out of this well, you car? Don't think, you don't think Max can be that? Yeah, but Max, as long as he's rebel, he ain't going nowhere. He has to come to a, to a team that's actually going to take him to that level. Who else on the grid do you think can get Leclerc? So you say Max and Leclerc? Yeah. You want me to say Stroke? <laughs> Stroke sucks, dude. <laughs> 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 Albon doesn't have it. Giovinazzi doesn't have it. Who else? Russell. But Russell shows that he has, that he could have pace and that he needs more power behind his engine or more, a better car under he him. He needs a better car. I think he can. I think he's up there. I think he's but it's going to take him also at least a year. To get settled in a car like you know, like like they say you know like the Mercedes car. I think to a certain point, uh, Russell. I mean, not Russell. I think to a certain point, um, Max and Leclerc, since they've been on top teams, uh, um, they've proven that they can they can take it home. Yes. And and Leclerc, considering the dog of a car that he has this year, he has proven he has two podiums. And at the beginning of the race, before everything you know went haywire, I, he was running in third. I, in a, and I also really slow Ferrari. And I also say I don't think I don't know if it was Spa the race before that he actually surprised me as well of the pace that he's taking out of that car. In qualifying, he's doing awesome compared to the garbage of a car that he has. And considering how far back Vettel is, exactly, he's a four-time world champion. Exactly. No, obviously we know that the car is built for Leclerc, not for Vettel. Same thing. So, uh, same but, thing with, with Rebel. The car is built for Max. So That's the, why Max is in third all the time. So the way we're talking about these young guys and I, and and Russ and going back to Russell, I think Ru we need to see Russell in a race-winning car. We of think course. that he can be at that of level. Of course, but he we can. have to see him there because, as, as with anything in any sport, we got to see it to believe it. Exactly. Do you think Botas? No. Is that that level? No. He is. It's just that Hamilton. It's clean, man. Hamilton does not miss so let's a say, beat. So do you think that it... Do you That's where we keep saying that Bottas is not capitalizing when, Ma, when, when Ham gives him an opportunity or makes a mistake. Yeah. He does not capitalize. That's what Rosberg did. Every little speck of mistake Ham made, Rosberg took, took advantage of it. And that's why Rosberg was able to get a title. If Rosberg was not on... And Rosberg even said that after that, you look at him, he retired. He couldn't, because he knew, how can I do this again next year? 
Yeah, and 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 it wasn't, and he gave him good comp. He gave Hamilton competition for three years. Of course, way more than Bottas would ever. But remember, those three years prior to that, the Mercedes car was just so far ahead as well. Since the since the yeah, but there was always a competition between at least those two. Oh no, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is the Mercedes car was so far ahead. Just like it is this year. Yeah, but it's not. I'm talking about these guys were far ahead before, bro. Gotcha. These guys were far ahead before. At the beginning of the hybrid era, these guys were far ahead, man. I guess nothing's like, changed anymore, man. <laughs> no, I, I, I also... New regs for 2022, man. I don't even think that's going to even put that much of a dent on Mercedes, dude. If Mercedes stays in the sport, dude. I think you're just talking as a fan at this point. No, no, it's just... But I see where you're coming Show from. me otherwise. Yeah. They're... My man, last year Ferrari had an illegal engine, quote you know like, you know whatever secrecy because it was everything sealed. It's not illegal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it forced Mercedes to develop their engine even more to compete against an illegal engine, and they still beat that engine. Mind you, as well, like what you said about Bottas. So no, but also what we said about Bottas, Ferrari. Ham was able to capitalize in every mistake Ferrari made. Yes. That's what what said the difference. Lewis Hamilton is so consistent. Yes. He does not make mistakes. But that does not mean. He still scores a boatload of points. But but does that mean that Bottas is a bad driver? He's just unfortunately stuck against the best of our generation and when it comes to driving. Yeah, but you know, and then not even battle that's four, you know, has four titles. But you also see you you saw it last week at, at Monza where he had the perfect opportunity to gain so many points in the driver standings. And he nowhere. And he was nowhere. He didn't take advantage of it. That's where Rosberg shine. You give me a little peek of the front, I'm going. Come on, look at the at the beginning of the race. Oh, can I use the overtake button? Oh, we, we're not going to race each other. When did we say that? Dude, don't ask that question, my man. You go take it. You want to win, you go take it. Exactly. How could you ask your pit wall, can I use the overtake button? My man, you're racing. Get in the front. Speaking of somebody who will go after any opportunity that he's given, the honey badger, Danny Rick. Look at that guy. Man. So, Danny Rick had one hell of a race and and the second restart after you know after stroll dest- stroll destroys but yeah that's what you were gonna say earlier when the puff of smoke yeah. shows up in front of album out of nowhere well let's go over that because this puff of smoke that's on lap 40 46 there you go lap 46 44 was it 44 yes. okay 44 i think the wait yeah, i was 44 because they, they went around the track two laps all right it was 44 Boom. Stroll goes off. Similar to Kofiat. Yeah. Remember? But And he's going off on this, I think it's Arriviato a corner or something like that. It was one and two. Is that a wine? These are the fastest corners <laughs> on the track. Is that a wine? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Can I get some cheese? Yeah. <laughs> so Stroll goes off and he has this monstrous crash. Yeah. And it was pretty bad. To the point where they had to reflect the race again. Watching the the the, the you know, top ten onboards mm-hmm. on, on YouTube from from F one, you see also the quickness that the pit wall wanted him out of the car. 
Correct. So pretty much, hey, turn the car off, get out of the car. They're like, oh, you know, they're asking my person, you okay? Okay, so turn the car off, get out of the car. I like that meme that I saw as well. You know how the, when they were battling with the car to get it out, that they had a Mercedes shot. <laughs> that oh, had- yes. <laughs> <laughs> the tracing point. Yep. The Go tracing ahead. point is back. So I'm not sure what happened there. It looked like he did get a puncture. That's what he said, yeah. I got yeah. a punch. They asked him, like, hey, what happened? And I like watching the uh, the F1 the F1 TV post-race show. Sam yes. Collins, my boy Sam Collins. Who's that? Huh? Who's that? He's the 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 one that, the, in the studio. In the studio, yeah. With the lady. Yeah, with the lady. What's the lady's name? With the, uh, Rosanna. I'm a name, by the way. Tenet, okay, I'm horrible with names, by the way. I know I've seen her yeah. a bunch of times on F1 stuff. So he came up with a theory, and I don't know how true this is, but he's very good with the technical stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's a Wellington. Yeah. Okay. Basically. Which he's not here today, by he's the way. He's not here today. <laughs> um. He. He he went back all the way back. Remember when Kvyat went off uh, with a puncture? I think it was in Silverstone. It wasn't Silverstone. Yeah. It was a puncture. I think he went rear, up in Beckett's. On his, on his rear tire. Yes. That was traced back not to a Pirelli issue, but to the rim overheating. Oh my god! Because of the brakes. Right? So the rim overheats, blows up the tire. Wow. It was the same kind of crash at Magello with, 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 with Lance. Stroll, right? Whoa. Okay? Brembo makes the brakes yes. for Afatari. Last week at Monza. Is it Brembo makes it for everybody? No, not for everybody because you, choo- you get to choose your supplier, but just Brembo is one of the suppliers. Last week at Monza, Vettel's brakes were on fire. Yep. To the point where uh, going he lost down the, He lost the brakes. He lost the brakes where he uh, piled into the polystyrene. <laughs> all over the place. All over the place because his brakes overheated and caught fire. Mm-hmm. Brembo makes those brakes. For, for, uh, for Ferrari as well. For Ferrari. Who makes it for Renault? Don't. Yes. Brembo as well? Brembo. And that happened to Ocon as well, to Ocon. Now, we don't. He didn't know. He didn't know during that telecast because uh, and 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 you mentioned Renault because Ocon's brake caught on fire. Yeah, he was able to to the yeah. point where he couldn't even start at the second restart because his brake yes. caught on fire mm-hmm. because it burned everything around. And that was Russell caught at first. Hey, yes, he's He's like, you, you got to go in, boy. So, um, so. The racing point, he didn't know, uh, Sam Collins didn't know who made those brakes. Yeah, he didn't specify the brand. He didn't, he didn't know if it was Brembo that made those brakes for racing point, but guess who's the supplier for Mercedes? Who? Brembo. So if Mercedes, And they're also having a lot of brake issues with, with, yeah, with so the Yeah, so if Mercedes uses Brembo and the racing point uses the same braking dust, because obviously we know this. With all the, <laughs> the with same brake ducts. All the drama that's been going on with the with the racing point uh, <laughs> race uh, brake ducts. Could it be Brembo that makes the racing point brakes, and maybe they have a problem with the brakes? Uh, it could be. It could be. Maybe it was the same thing that happened to Danny Danny Cavia. It could be. It could be a a, a break. You know, it could be an issue that's not being highlighted as much, and it's you know it constantly keeps right. happening because we saw. I don't. I think it was the. F- when was Hammond second place in the first restart, right? Yeah. 
we saw his brakes were on fire. Like yeah, all four yeah, tires were smoking. I, I don't. I, but yeah, dude, that was crazy because I thought his his wheels were gonna blow up. But what he said was that one side of his brakes were not heating up correctly. So he overcompensated. Same thing. So he compensated so much that the brakes were literally on All fire. four of them. And luckily, the race started on time where it didn't break. Yeah, but it didn't actually burst into bur- fire. Yeah, it, didn't, it, didn't, it didn't burn up his... His, his, uh, his like, you know, the, like for Ocon. Obviously, he won the race. So it didn't affect <laughs> him that much. So, yeah, I... W- We'll be on the lookout for that to see what. That's something to be to be that. to be looking into more deeply to see to get to the bottom of what we can there. Right, right. So at this point, so we have another red flag because we of stroll. Another crash. red flag because of stroll. Uh, Danny Rick moves into third. So at this point, but wait, wait. Let's talk about my boy Bottas because obviously until this guy doesn't get this race after race, so I'm able to forget about it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to obviously you know bring it up. But that's sleeping at the restart. At the restart, he was actually sleeping. Because he even got overtaken by Ricardo right at the restart. Oh, I was going to get to that. Oh, my man. <laughs> no, but I, I wanted <laughs> but you to I mention Bottas. <laughs> but no, we will. We, listen, because that's the whole point. I think this was the, 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 the theme of the race is that Bottas was on the radio telling his team, I want a different tire. I want to win this race. Give me a chance to win this race. He gets... Yeah. Every single opportunity, and he still can't win the race. Well, he didn't because he did not get a different tire. So from well, the get-go, they, they, cut, but, they cut his tail But off. at least they're giving him the opportunity. And you have, what, three different restarts. He did well on the first two, Well, on the first one. What, on the first one, yes. Yeah, on the first one he did well. But then on the standing starts, he just botched it. Yeah, the second the second restart, not, not the... He and we obviously we can't know the details of the safety car restarting whatever because obviously the big melee happened, but on the first red flag, he was leading and that's when he got overtaken by Hamilton right away because of the toe that he created, and he was already on second place. So when we restarted again, he just pretty much shot behind Hamilton. He did not even try to get anywhere because he was just doing horrible that Ricardo overtook him. Yeah, I mean he started. Off and lucky really for him, he has the Mercedes car because with some of these mistakes that he made, if he doesn't have a package like the Mercedes package. He can he can overcome those issues. Right. Come on. He Ricardo overtook him and well for like a lap, maybe like a half a lap, because when they came back to the you know the start finish line or the main straight, he overtook Ricardo with no DRS. That's insane. Yeah, but that's that's that the Mercedes cars. Yes. And and we talked about this before in previous episodes. That Mercedes car is just not engine. It's like it's the balance is good. The arrow is good. It's, it's a complete it's package. A complete package. It's it's the car. It's the gold standard. My man, the, the card is so is so packed to be to be a leading car that when the car is in traffic, it's horrible. It happened to both us in Monza. Yeah. He could not get up the pack. He, you do have the car to get up, so you know to get up to the front. So you better do it because Hamilton did it. Hamilton yeah. dropped down all the way to seventh. From you know, from being thirty seconds behind in Monza, mm-hmm. so when that aspect with Bottas, yeah, he could have gone to the front, but the car is so well packaged together as a as a being in the front car. It's being, made to be in the front. Yes, it's made to run in clean air. Yes, exactly. It's made to run in clean air or very little cars in front. Meaning, the Mercedes team is so confident that they're going to be leading. They made the car to lead. Yes. They did not make the car to be following anybody. Like, this is our car. We're going to be in the front. We don't care. Can somebody please beat them already? Please. Yeah, that's going to be tough. (laughs) 
so on that second restart, Ricardo comes out guns blazing, overtakes Botas with his elbows out. With, rah, rah, honey Badger, yep. Honey Badger don't care. And we have we have Hamilton leading the race again. We have Ricardo in second. We have Botas in third. For like a lap. For like a lap. And I think by this time it's Albon fourth. No, it was oh, no, Perez, Perez. fourth. And Albon again got off to a bad start. Imagine oh if this guy nails his restarts. Come on, imagine because this guy. He, he he got off to a bad start in all and all and all uh and all three standing starts that happened to this race. Imagine if this guy guessed three races, like perfect run races. That he qualifies well, he does a great race. I just I don't want you to win the race. I want you to finish right behind Max. I'm gonna get to that because okay. I think that he will. But let's let's just go over what happens. So at this point, Ricardo's running second. We're getting happy. The the the, the tattoo parlors in, in Paris are sharpening their they're all, even, tattoo pens. They're changing their opening time hours. Yeah. <laughs> Because they know they're going to get a melee of people you know, just trying to do the same tattoo. Ricardo's dying to get his, get, he was get, already, get his champagne in his shoe. No, no, no. Ricardo was already shaving the area where he was going to put the tattoo. <laughs> Did you think that Ricardo could have kept, could was going to keep that second place? No, nah, no. Not, just the, not the third place, you mean, because obviously both of us took him right away. Right. Uh, no. I think I think Martin Brundle got that one right. Like, If you're going to want to finish you know, fourth... Makes no sense on fighting with Albon for that position. Let him have it and stay healthy in fourth. Then try to defend for all this. Try to defend for so much that your tires are still gonna go. A much faster car is behind you. He's gonna overtake you regardless. And then you're at the mercy of being probably overtaken by Paris. Exactly. And that car was quick in this. Of race. course. Yeah. Remember the the racing points seem to be better. In flowy tracks, but are not long. They're not. And it's not like a Silverstone, you know. It's it, because this this place has a lot of turns, but they're not heavy braking zones. So is that the problem? The trace. I'm gonna even call it tracing point at this time. Mm -hmm. That tracing point has because it's a copy of the Mercedes. Mercedes is built to lead clean air. Is that why they haven't been able, I guess, to land a solid race package? Because Monza was, you know, obviously Monza was just another race on a, a race on a different level kind of stuff, you know. Here's what 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 is. But you, you understand my point, right? Yeah, I get you, I get you. But but that goes on. To, that's actually going on. Great to my next point. It's a great segue, because what Racing Point is doing right now is understanding the car. Yes. Right. Because they remember what they did. They completely changed the fundamental how that car works fundamentally. They went from a high rig to a low rig to a model that the only team on the grid that runs that model car, that kind of car, is Mercedes. Mercedes, yes. But, and I heard this the other day, which is a very good point, Mercedes also have the resources, the manpower, to develop that car at a higher rate. Quicker, I mean. Quicker, gotcha. right. So they have more people that they can put on a certain area where they can be like, this works, this doesn't work. Wow, man. You know, Racing Point doesn't have that. At this point. At this point. But but you saw the upgrades. The, uh, Racing Point brought a set of upgrades, but it was only enough for one car. They put it on Stroh's car. At the speed that it was uh, developed. Yeah, and you saw that it they said it was like two or three tenths quicker 
They're supposed to make the car two or three times quicker, and that's more or less the gap that you saw them two running. And you know, the upgrade was to make it even closer look to this year Mercedes. It looks exactly <laughs> because because they brought a new front wing, they brought a new floor, but the one that the, and they also engine cover things. The, that, but that and that was my point. That was where I'm getting at. The one that looks mostly like this year's Mercedes is the engine. Was that engine cover? How tightly wrapped it is. Where that dude has go in. Honestly, I'm a Mercedes fan, but I've never paid attention how that how tight to the actual car itself that engine cover looks until I started seeing the videos about you know Racing Point bringing another part that looks very similar to the this year Mercedes, yeah. and I'm talking about it's it like was, I think I think I saw the same video was the front brake ducts. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think it's to the point Mercedes has that car developed to the point that it's like a, it's like a skin. Obviously, you know the body panel is obviously a skin, but it's a skin perfectly molded to the actual every little itty bitty turns of the car. But they made those little curves to actually flow the, to help so them. The air flow to the back of the yes. car to make that diffuser work. Better. Yes, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. Just so if you just. If you understand even just a little bit, it's mind blowing. So me, that I'm, a, I'm, you know, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm a big F1 fan from a long time ago. It's just this Mercedes era is not going to end now. Just like any eras before them took a long time to come down. Yeah. Well, the Ferraris. Exactly, the Ferraris Ferrari era, and it was because the because they had they had the driver, and then you have Vettel also with with Red Bull. Exactly, but same, same thing. They had the driver. They had the edge on the development. And it made them untouchable right. throughout those years. And, and then, then you also have a great team as far as engineers. Exactly. So and things like that behind them. I would like for the Mercedes era to keep going past the new regs, but it normally a new team always comes up in the new regulations. Always happened to Red Bull. Right. Now happened to Mercedes in the hybrid era came on. Mm-hmm. Even though we're still going to be going with still with hybrid engines, but there's new regulations where. A lot of times, the team that best develops the new regulations is the one that leads. Yeah. Well, and we'll see what happens. That's why we can't. We're we're dying to see what happens in 2022. Uh, Wow, we're talking 2022 like it's tomorrow. (laughs) I I know it was supposed to be next year. Damn it, Cody. Damn it. All right, so obviously, Ricardo couldn't keep that place. Uh, He falls back. But Albon, with the Raging Bull. This is happening. But wait, wait. Albon with the raging bull. <laughs> <laughs> Albon grows his horns mm-hmm. and he's plowing through the field. And this is what I like about Albon. Albon, there's a lot of holes in his in his in his in his race craft. Obviously, but he's young. But he's young, and it's and we forget that this is his first full year at Red Bull, in a and a car that's difficult to drive, that's built for Max Verstappen. But also, we have to remember that he's not. I'm not going to even mention Alpha Tari because they're doing phenomenal this year too. Right. But he's not on a Williams team that yes. they'll be willing to give you more time because they know they don't have the total package for you to be in the front. So they're not going to demand from you. He's in the hot seat right away. Exactly. When you go to the top team of Red Bull, you know, not the sister team, which is Alpha Tari, they're going to demand for you to perform right away. Mm-hmm. So every race that you don't perform, everybody's looking at you sideways. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's true. and that, But that's exactly what's happening to him. So... But, Which is what happened to Gasly. They didn't have to let him settle the seat. I think one of the things that I've seen that I think he's great at 
is that he's a very good overtaker, and he he's he, and he does it clean. Yeah, he does it clean. It's it's not it's not sloppy. It's not it's not unfair. It doesn't. It's not like he pushes you out. He and he takes these like that that overtake on the outside line on With Ricardo. Paris. And oh, Paris. No, on Paris, on, on both Paris. of them. That was insane, and that goes back to it helps him because it has that little camera, so he can take that outside line. Yeah, because it's like a. If you look at the quick video of it, it looks like he launched to take yes. it, mm-hmm. but it's actually not a launch because of the little you know bank that he has. It looks like a launch more towards the end of the lap of, of the turn yeah. that he's already pretty much in front, and he has to just pretty much position yeah, the car like, so he don't go off the track. Yeah, I mean, I don't, and I know you don't watch much IndyCar. It's almost like when you see I don't watch IndyCar over race. But but obviously not as not as uh, not as it's because a steep incline. The reason why I don't watch IndyCar that much, I one I have to really get into it. And two, come on, I just finished watching an F one race, which is the sport that I like. Oh yeah, I mean. It's, and then what? If I if I take more time out of Sunday, probably my wife will kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I had a great weekend because we had two IndyCars races this weekend. Yes, we had one on Saturday. I saw that one, and obviously the Crown Jewel F one race at Mugello. Uh, which obviously is the one that I get the most hyped up for, and then we ha- and then right after that we had another had uh, the second IndyCar race, so it was a, it was a good uh, motorsports packed weekend for me. Yeah, which was very cool, and I needed the rest because it's been. It's it was a great competition for football. Yeah, yeah, because football exactly. started this weekend. So. Exactly, American so, football. <laughs> so getting back to Ricardo before we get too far off 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 track. Topic. I mean, not Ricardo, but off Albon. I mean, uh, getting back to Albon. Albon pulled it off. He finally got that overtake to get his first podium. Yes. Unscattered or on, on, on touch. We know that a racing driver who has confidence can achieve so many more things that he could ever think that he could achieve. What do you think this does for the confidence of Alex Albon? What happens now? I think this... This joy and this new high that he got, you know, for getting the podium might be the small push that he needs on to trust the car more, on to push him more. You know, he now he saw a different joy. Come on, this is not a top 10 finish. You know, you, obviously you didn't finish in first place, but you did a podium. A lot of drivers that come to F1 never get a podium. So, or they just get one. Obviously, you got your first one, so you, now you're good. But you're on the top team. This is supposed to be repetitive. They're expecting that from you. So this might help you, one, make you overcome for them and then start crashing everybody. <laughs> or two, really trust the car, really, really do settle in. I do I'm a, a pastor, yeah. Or really help you settle into the seat for you to be more confident and because you got a taste of the front. So now it's going to be tough to take that taste out of your mouth when you are on a top team car. So it's his... Is his impulse not to take? To me, he should just take it and take it and fly us, go back all the way to Singapore with it if you want. You know, that's how quick I want you to fly with it and how far I want you to fly with it. But it's up to him to make the most out of this, and I hope he does do it because he's a young driver. He's got he's been close to getting two podiums, you know, and he's unfortunately. He's been crushed out by him. <laughs> yeah, twice. <laughs> twice. And he could have won one of those races. You think so? He could have won, yeah, because Brazil? Uh, no, no, not Brazil. Um early in the in the season. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, the first, uh, Austria. Austria, yeah. Yeah, he could have won that race. I think yeah? he could have won that race. 
Yeah, because he had the pace. Bro, that was ahead of, of, of that was earlier in the season. Earlier in the season. To to me, that's been already that's it's, so, it's long been so long yeah, ago. So long ago. Yeah, because all these races we keep getting. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say we'll give him confidence. I think it's gonna make him a better driver. I've been high on album since last year. Why? Because he showed something that is very important in an F1 driver. And that is balls. He has the balls to overtake. He has the balls to make the move. And he does it clean. I like and that he, he does, does it clean. clean. It's something Leclerc that, is like that too. Yes, but it's something that that we don't see from Botas in particular, and we yeah. don't see in other drivers. He has that. He just has to get more of his stuff together. One, he needed the confidence. This podium is going to give him the confidence because everyone was piling on him how far behind he is from Max. Of course. And, you know, and, and obviously... That's been the focal point. You know, and, and you're going up against your teammate, but you're going up against a once-in-a-lifetime talent in Max Verstappen. I mean, yes. if, if if you give Max Verstappen a Mercedes, that Mercedes that Botas has, you're going to see a fight to Abu Dhabi. Him and, and Hamilton Ham, will be Ham, killing Ham, each other right now. Yeah, it'll be it'll be. Nuts. I'm talking about they even put they're not they would not race with race gloves. They would race with boxing yeah. gloves or something. Because exactly. no, it'll, it'll be no. You you did not beat me at the last turn. I beat you, <laughs> and if you don't believe me, we're gonna fight for it now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but it will give him that confidence. I I'm not gonna go as far as that he's just as good as Max Verstappen, but I think he's a solid driver. I think he's a very good number two driver, and I think if Red Bull, and at, and at this point, they will. They'll stick with him. He said it on the radio. Thanks for sticking with me. They give him a year to develop. I think he's going to be a solid driver next year. And he's going to be the driver, the number two driver that Max needs behind them to pick up points when Max is not there. Think so? Yeah, That's a lot of confidence. Absolutely. Wow, yes. He's a really... I, 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 I like what I see. I hope so. I like what I see. He has a lot to learn. He has to be better in qualifying. He has to get better at the restarts. Um, and he has to work more... Uh, more I mean, I want to say more on his patience, man. I think he, he just has to work more on his on his racecraft. But if he does that, he'll be better, man. He's he's been a solid. I think he's been a solid driver. It's just the circle. You're in Red Bull, man. Yeah, it's I think a tough team. I think as as because he has been shown that the team has not put him in the right positions a lot of times is the reason why he's still at Red Bull. Right. So because of that, now they're. Because of this podium and the way he qualified in this one and stuff like that, it was showing on both ends that we could trust each other. So, hey, we're going to give you the tools so you'll be better. We just need you to settle down in that seat and do better. Right. Exactly. We have we have it here for you, my friend. Come on, just do it. I give it to you. Yeah. That's pretty much what's on it. What's in our pain with Auburn. And there's nothing, nowhere else to go but higher. So... so- the race ends. Lewis Hamilton wins. Bottas second. Normal podium. But we do have a Red Bull on podium, but it's not Max Verstappen. Finally. It's Alex Albon. Overall, what did you think of the race? Did you really think? Listen, we, we were sitting here. We're talking about it. We're getting excited. I know we're F1 fans. Did you like this race? Yes, I did. I'm not going to say I love the race, but it was a very entertaining race because of the crash. You know, it was it offered a little bit of everything. He showed clean overtakes. He showed hustling overtakes. He showed cars that you were not expecting to be as fast, even though the Renault car for the last couple of races has been going up. Right. So he showed a car 
you know, that he, if they give him a couple of more little tweaks on, within those tools, he might be for the next couple of races still fight, even though he's gone next year. But it's showing hope of what's going to come into Alonso. Because even though Rick and Alonso are two different drivers, but they, uh, Ricardo has a lot of things that Alonso has. He's able, aggressiveness. Exactly. Aggressive. And he's able to, to push the car, like get power out of the car, get position out of the car, out of whatever car you're given. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Alonso's on a different level. Right. You know, but. So the race gave us a little bit of everything on that on, when it comes to all of that. And that's why I say I like the race, because we got a little bit of everything. But overall, it was not the greatest race in the world. No, I agree with you in that aspect, but I thought I thought it was great. I thought it was an, an, an entertaining race. This is what you know. We tune into 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 F one racing, not expecting so what is gonna happen. Will you say this race to you was a better race than Monza? Yes. Okay. I think so. Why? Because I don't agree on that. I think Monza was more entertaining than this one. No, because we have. We, because Why? of the results, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's the well. The results were great. Exactly. And it was, and, and so it's a total because at least we have. So we do. We do understand that Monza was just a totally different race in this one. It's it's completely different. So that's that's yeah. where that's where I always said that's why we said at the beginning that I'm an F1 fan yeah. first. So whatever kind of race you give me, I'm going to watch. Right. Because obviously F1 is and the some the are only more entertaining yeah. than F1 is the only sport that I follow. I don't. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm, I don't follow baseball. I don't follow basketball. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right. So, the only you know sport that I actually follow through and do you know more homework, even 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 though you know we're part of the podcast, whatever. But it is F one. I've been doing it for a long time. What I like is that technology has made it for an oldie fan like me mm -hmm. that lives in the U.S. Technology has made it so much accessible. Yeah, it's, it's been definitely more before than it has before before we will get like on speed channel here. And I think also. Uh, Liberty, of course, in with the social media and all of that stuff. Yeah, something like with with, with um, technology as a whole. Not, not even not even talking about the social media because obviously the late the ending years of Ecclestone mm -hmm. is where everything grew. Instagram, you know, all of this right. WhatsApp, mm -hmm. all of this stuff. So and they needed know, a new store, which was at Liberty. To, Liberty Media to just is maximizing it to the top. They're not there yet. Mm -hmm. Even even if it was shown in this race as well with the freaking uh, TV directors going to. Action is happening, and they're going to freaking replays. Like, I'm about to write a letter <laughs> <laughs> to F1 that, hey, unless this race directors get to the point of seeing me, let me watch the race, I want a refund on my freaking subscription. Right. Because I pay for that. <laughs> like I said earlier, it's, it's, is that a stolen signal? <laughs> here's the thing about this race, why I liked it better than than, than uh, Monza. I, I like to watch races where at the end there's a bit of tension to see who's going to finish. Yes. In Monza, it was already settled. It was earlier. already settled pretty much few laps before. Yeah. I mean, it was great to see you know Gasly win and we. Oh no, we're not. You know, that, we're not focusing on drivers right now. We're focused awesome. on on the actual race itself. But throughout this race, sprinkled throughout this race, where we saw Albon and Ricardo overtaking cars, we were just trying to wonder who's going to get that third position, because the race really wasn't who was going to win the race. Yeah, we already knew. We that. already knew that. We wanted to see who was going to get third, third place. And, and we wanted both of these guys to be in yeah, third. Yeah. Like, I wanted Ricardo for the but tattoo. We obviously didn't, wouldn't care if Stroll got third, but it would have been Stroll. Nice, but he already got third at, at Monza, right? Stroll sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but we definitely wanted to see Albon get a podium. We definitely want to see Ricardo get a podium. I personally want to see 
Albon get a podium more than Ricardo because Ricardo already is already a race winner. He's gotten plenty of podiums. I think he has like twenty two podiums already. So I wanted you want that on the dog, you know, you don't want that on the but throughout this race, you know, around the the the, the you know the, the the destruction derby and the monster truck rally and, and all these moments that happen, um, you get that tension of Oh, is he, is he going to be able to pass him? Does he have enough tires? Does yeah. he have this? And that that tension is what what I like. I got and you. You got a lot of that. You had a lot of that this race, and you got a lot of that. With, you know, it's pretty much what we like so much about the midfield. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what's happening because in the midfield. You know, and what is it? F one one point two or one point oh? One point five. One point five. So. <laughs> You know, and then and and obviously we're 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 such big fans that even if we do get a boring race where it's a parade, we still get in. We 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 know enough to look at the strategy, entire strategy and stuff. But I don't want to go into that, man. I just want to see these cars racing and who's gonna overtake and all of that stuff. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to have to just resort to to last ditch effort to enjoy a race, even though yeah. I enjoy it all. I got you. You know, but this was a good race. It wasn't, you know, all-time classic. It will be memorable. It will be memorable. Why? Because it was at Mugello. It was the first time we raced at Mugello. I know the melee. <laughs> uh, you know, that crash was incredible. When was the last time we had two red flags in one race? I don't remember. I don't remember. It had to be like a rain, a rain out race or something. It probably one of those Japan races. Not even that races Baku, which was the first crazy race that I saw. Baku 2017. That, that race was nuts. Yeah, it, it probably it's probably one of those rain Japanese races and something something like that. Yeah. That probably got two reflex. But I, I'll do my homework for the net podcast and I and I will say it. I'll hold you to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will say it for the net for the next episode to to point so, that out. Last question on Magello. Do you think they should make a permanent place for it on the calendar? Of course. I liked it. Why not? We need flowy tracks like that. And we need you know what it is? I think the we cannot judge Mugello that well because of the melee that happened. Right. I think we have we, we can only judge it when we get a clean race. Because it is, you know, a nice sweep track and it's a You're probably not gonna say that it's that challenging to the drivers, but every track is challenging to these drivers. So especially with that point that you made earlier that you know the the first turn has a small bank. Right. And, and it's really the only overtaking opportunity that you have on the entire track. Because you're coming off that off that long straight. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. But what I'm saying is because there's never going to be a perfect track. I always say this. Mm-hmm. People are going to judge track differently. And the way, how big these cars are, the downforce these cars carry, and the speed, where do you want them to, to overturn? Yeah. They can't, you know, they can't follow each other that well because then it messes up the whole car. So it's, it's, it's a tough situation that technology has put the cars in. Yeah, the cars are bigger. Uh, they're they're too wide. I, no, when I say technology, it's because maybe. remember the aerodynamics is part of technology. Oh yeah, absolutely. So aerodynamics yeah, makes. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's, it's wider. It, physically, it's hard to fit the two cars side by side on the track. But also, just what you're saying with the aerodynamically, the 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 wash behind the car, the dirty air, just doesn't allow these cars to follow. Exactly. Too well. It would be interesting with the new regs. That's probably going to change as well. I love the to come back. I love the scenery. Yes, I love watching those cars go around those corners. Um, I love long, flowy tracks. Those are my favorite. That's why. That's why I love Silverstone. We also so much. We also can't forget that F one is a European sport. 
even though it's taken, it's been taken worldwide. Yeah. Remember, it was mostly in Europe before. Yes. So the, that's what that's why we have so many races in Europe mm -hmm. because of the, you know obviously COVID restrictions and stuff like that mm -hmm. is able to play it better. Every country they go will have different restrictions because of COVID. So right. these tracks that are at their backyard, they're only a drive to Monaco. Uh, was it was it was the one in, in in the other one in France right by Monaco? Come on, uh, Paul Ricard. Paul Ricard. Yeah. Then you got you know you got the you know you got Monza even though Monza is all the way in Italy, but from, from Monaco it's a couple hour drive, yeah. mind you, because that, I say a couple of hours, but the plane ride is right there. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's literally so that's that's the reason why they're they're, they're doing all these flow tracks. Would I mm -hmm. like to see Mugello stay? Why not? If yeah, they you know they already have the certification, I would love it and I would love to see it. And we'll see how everything plays out for 2022. But if they say that the regs for 2022 will bring those cars closer together, I think Magello will be an awesome track. It will be a nice track to, yeah. to watch, of yeah, course. Absolutely. And it will be great for us to watch. So it's like, for, it's like showing you that as well. Um, COVID, obviously, unfortunately, is a big you know, worldwide disease that's happening. Whatever. But look at the opportunities that have shown for all the areas of the areas that have capabilities to hold an F1 race. But it's because obviously maybe for funding or whatever it, whatever it is, whatever it is, F one race are not being held there. So look, we're going to Portugal. We, we did you know Imola, you know. So we're going to Imola again. I mean Imola, which has we're, going, we're coming back to Italy. Yeah. So that's going to be a third race in Italy. These are tracks in Italy. Yeah. We only have one race in Italy on the normal calendar. Yeah. So look, this is our third race in Italy. It's awesome. I, I, so you know, it's just this. Uh, you know, it's been a. It's this year has been a, a basically for F one's fan. It, it's it's been a, a a blessing and a curse. Curse because it started so late, but and and obviously, it's great because we have so many races back to back to back to back. But on top of that, we also have new tracks that many people haven't seen, and we can see these cars go around. You remember when I think. We had a year. I don't know if it was last year or the year before. We had two weekends that it was three races, mm -hmm. and F1 said they would never go back to that. I think this past three races was that what the third the, time. The third time, and they're going to do it again. And they're going to do it again at the end. Yeah. No, but obviously they're being squeezed, and I understand that. But it's shown also that logistically, if you want to do it, it can be done. Yep. They they can't do it if they weren't jumping around. If they they can do it if they can stay in one country, like Europe, like Europe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The way it's been doing now, the way it's been done. So it's surprising to me that they're doing it just by moving the paddock. I thought you know they will bring one of the paddocks that they have you know around the world because they have one for for the Americas, mm -hmm. they have one for Asia, and they have one for Europe. Right. So I thought maybe they'll bring one of the Asian ones, you know, that's closest to them. You know, whichever one they could bring around, so they could use. That they haven't. Put all the Asian races together, all the European race. They do that, but in a sense. But for example, you. Have, I mean, they jump back and forth. Yeah, they go. They go to Canada, then they come back to Monaco, and then later on in the year, in October, they come back. That's when they do the, the other three. Yeah, and they, then they go to China at the beginning of the year, and then at the end of the year, they come back to Singapore, and they went to Malaysia when Malaysia was on the calendar. I, I, it's just weird that they don't put it all together, so you can. I mean, we're we're saying. Like it's, but, but I think it's also the contracts that they have with the tracks. And also, do you think in two weeks they could go from? I don't. I, I don't. I don't have a calendar in front of me. I mean, a map in front of right. me. They could go from China to 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 Singapore. Mm -hmm. It's not that far. So no. they could do it in two weeks. Exactly. Yeah. So they could turn it around. It won't be able to do it the way they do here in Brazil, Mexico. Sometimes they do you know back to back, mm -hmm. or the U.S., Mexico, Mexico, Brazil. They do it back to back. That's a little tougher to do. Right. But 
it could be done. <laughs> yeah. So next race we have. What's the next race rule? Next race is uh, Sochi. That's in two weeks, but we'll talk about another we'll episode. We'll review it. We'll review it. We'll you got anything for the news? You can see, yeah, I got some. I got a few things that I want to touch on on the news, but um, so Sochi, damn it! You you killed it. I don't. I'm, I'm as you can tell, I'm not a big fan of Sochi, but we'll be talking about that in the ne- next week. We'll give a, a proper review preview, of it. Preview. <laughs> preview. I'm sorry. Yeah, preview. My bad. Things to come. Um, a few things on the, uh, just two things to touch on, on, well, three things actually. Um, first off, uh, if you saw the podium at Mugello, you saw that, uh, Lewis Hamilton made a point to wear a Brianna Taylor t-shirt, which has been obviously a big, uh, a big issue here in the States that we know very well about, um. It basically read uh, "Arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor." Uh, t- today, uh, today's Tuesday after the race. Um, there's news that uh, that the state of uh, Kentucky actually settled with that family for I don't know how many. What? Yeah, for like That's how much I watch news. But we, you know, obviously we don't want to get too far into that. But um, because of that action, the FIA is investigating Lewis Hamilton. And possibly looking to find him because on the statute that they don't want drivers making political statements. Um, I don't think that's a political statement. What do you think, Ruben, about it? Uh, well, uh, two points to make on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is a political statement? Because where I come from, political statements say, hey, you know, hey, go Trump or go, you know, Prince Charles or whoever you want to root for, you know? Right. That's the best political statement. Yes. This is something calling for justice. Exactly. Is that going to be involved in politics? Maybe, maybe not, but that's not my thing to decide. It shouldn't be, It should not be that to that level. It should be justice is justice. Justice is blind. Right. So, but that's, you know. I think you and me are on the same page on that one, uh. It, this is not a political statement. This is a human rights issue. And he just wants to bring awareness. Exactly. To it. Yeah. So that, that, that was the, my first point. So my second point is, he yes, he did get to the actual podium with the shirt on. Mm-hmm. But somebody brought it to our attention because he took the shirt off before the champagne came out. Oh, really? Yes. If you look, go back. Uh, maybe he didn't want to get it wet or something with champagne. That's what I thought when he took it off. Yeah. When he took it off, I thought right away that, hey, he doesn't want to mess up the shirt or he doesn't want to get it wet or he doesn't, he doesn't want to be did, part of this celebration. That he, he waited a long time to get that shirt, just to get the shirt. And, and, the, the shirt itself. Yes. Yeah, okay, so maybe he did not want to tarnish yes. the shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did take it off at the podium celebration. Yes. When he got to the podium to start celebrating, he took it off. Now, what do you call the podium now? Because remember, before it was the race was over, the drivers would get weighed, go to a room, which was like a small driver's debrief. They'll come out to the podium. They'll do the champagne toast and all that stuff. And then they'll get interviewed. Right. Now they're getting interviewed. Before. Before all of that, before they even get to the back room, before the, they just give me like a couple of minutes to dry off the sweat or whatever, and then mm-hmm. right away to question. They don't even go in the back room. It's right there. Exactly. They park the car. Obviously because of COVID now. COVID, yeah. And now they get interviewed outside there. Before they will get interviewed after the champagne thing. Was it after the champagne thing? 
or before. So that, that I have to I have no, to. It was it was before. It was before, but what what, what no, I, no, it was after. It was after. It was after the champion celebration because that's what yeah. they were toast with the person remember, and everything with the shoeies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, Formula One is a it's a weird sport mm-hmm. when it comes to their regulations and their formalities. We go going back to the Schumacher Rubens Barrichello issue when. Sh- uh, Ruben Barrichello let Schumacher pass. The whole crowd disagreed. Mm-hmm. Even Ferrari fans that were there disagreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. So I, even I remember seeing the highlights. Even Schumacher himself felt bad and gave Barrichello, not no. gave it to him because obviously that was not his podium to take, right. but put Barrichello at the number one. Yeah, Ferrari got fined. I don't know if it was Schumacher who got fined, but there was a fine well, involved. I, yeah. So they're very cautious on how their podium is. Shown to the world, presented to the world. Again, Lewis Hamilton was not wearing the shirt at the celebration. Mm -hmm. He was wearing the shirt at the interview, yes. So is the interview part of the podium? That was not up there where it says one, two, and three. He was next to the car after he, you know, drove his sweat, whatever he has. So the celebration podium actual celebration is not happening yet. Mm -hmm. So what is there to investigate? I have two things on this. Another one. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Another one. I also thought maybe he took it off, one, not to, to dirty the shirt, and two, hey, wait a minute. I know I want attention for, for this issue, but underneath this shirt, it's the people that pay my bills. I got to show these people to the world. Yeah, so I also yeah. took it at to that point that he took off the shirt mm-hmm. to show his sponsors. Yeah, that makes sense. But he, So he's, he's playing all the cards. Right? Exactly. So I, I have two things on this. One I already I already touched upon. This is not a political statement. These are social awareness. Issues. This is a human rights issue. Yes. We're, we're, you know, at the end of the day, what we're you what we're aiming for is to take care of each other and look out for one another as human beings, regardless of color, creed, sexuality, or anything. That's as human beings first. That's first. So that should never be political. Yes. That's human rights. Two. Which the world as a whole. Is supposed to be very involved in. Exactly. They're supposed to be very and involved. And why you see, obviously, these protests started here in the States, mm-hmm. and we're in the epicenter of all of this stuff here. Um, obviously, we live in New York City, so... We see a, it more. We see it, we see it a lot. Um, Even though here in New York City, the racial tension is not as high as other cities or no, other states. because it seems that... You know, it's, like I said, it's just well, it's, it's, this is just going totally off, off complicated yeah, from F one itself. Trust me, you still have it here. Don't let's don't. If anybody who's not from New York doesn't know that, yeah, it's 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 still it exists here, and this is why you have these protests going on, and why you know we speak upon it, why Lewis Hamilton is speaking upon it. Um, number two, if F one gives these drivers a platform before the race, yes. They have on the cars and racism. In every car. They have they give the drivers the opportunity to kneel if they want to before the national anthem. And bring awareness. They even have a big and racism banner and we race as one. We race as one. Why would the FIA now have, have a, a problem. problem with a driver wearing a t-shirt during an interview? Or even while the flag is being raised, because he took it off afterwards, I think it was. Was it because I think I saw him on the podium with that shirt. That's what I'm saying. I think... He took it off right before the champagne. Yes. He had it during the na- the, uh, the national anthem. They, that was the, right. 
when I started to wonder this thing, the drivers, where the drivers from, right? Mm-hmm. So he had it on doing the, you know, right. British or Britain's natural the British, the British, yeah, no. He had it on doing all of that. Mm-hmm. It was before the champagne started to pop that, you know, yeah. that he took it off. So what do I think, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think they're going to find him? It's going to be, it's going to look very bad on the FIA if they do get a That's final. That's why I don't think they'll find him. Because it's going to look bad on them. It's, on, on it's, it's a double standard. If you let them do it before the race or after, exactly. it doesn't make any difference. And that's pretty much that. And honestly, it'll look bad on your organization because now you're taking a stance where... Listen, this will look so much better if you're still the driver. Hey, okay, fine, you did it, but mm-hmm. please respect our podium procedures. Right. And let's just maintain the, the uniform... The decorum. Exactly. Right. Instead of pulling this guy for investigation, letting it be news... Mm-hmm. That it does not come as at any kind of good light towards the FIA that they've been doing a lot of wrong crap lately. Mm-hmm. So that's my you know my stance on the end of that. The the, the second I said there was three pieces. The second bit of news, and we'll go over this quickly, uh, was uh, I read that uh, Racing Point is rushing. Racing Point brought updates to the to their car. For Stroll's car, for, yeah. For just for one car to test them out here in Mugello, it seemed like it worked because they had a a, a difference in time. A, a difference in time. Uh, that's why Checo Perez was, uh, and we all think that Checo Perez is a better driver than Stroll. We do, obviously. but that's why he was running. But his dad wasn't on the team. <laughs> well, there you go, and he's not going to be there next year at yeah. this point. So why you know you give why bring him updates him? to the driver? Why put resources into him? Yeah. But obviously, Stroll crashed out, destroyed these parts. Um, so now they're in a mad rush to produce these parts for both cars for Sochi. The timeline is tight. They don't know if they will make it on time. Hopefully they will. Um, but just Meaning to have two identical to cars. Two identical cars. Or they're probably going to have to run the same way again. Right. And then Sochi, it looks like it's important for them because obviously they have a fast car. They're not very good on, the, on these tracks, where, which are long. Um they're fast enough, but maybe those upgrades will help them out. So we'll see what happens. I just wanted to touch upon that real quick. Um, the last one, your team, your Mercedes team. <laughs> there seems to be rumors that there's a buyout for them. That Ineos, that new sponsor that they got. The big sponsor. The big sponsor that they got with their name on the car, on the... Uh, on the on the right above the intake, on the right right above the intake and on the wings, a little splash of red on the on the Mercedes. I always thought it was for 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 Nicky Lauda, but yeah, it's nice for yeah, these people's logo. Splash of red, no, Nicky Lauda is a little. Star. The little star, the red star, yeah. Ineos uh, is in talks to buy Mercedes AMG. There's not a lot of information on this, but this is. Uh, we will have a ton of info on this I, for our next what episode. I always say, uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yep. No, you've, you've always been right on all those things <laughs> when, uh, you, when, you, when, you, when you throw it out very certain. Right what, now, you're saying that's a What are your first impressions on that? I hope not. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, that's... I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who the hell is Ineos? <laughs> first uh, yeah, of all, well, I don't know. That's, what we, that's why I said we have to just we, dig we, into we this. We need to do our homework. Exactly, yep. Point, mm-hmm. And we'll see if we get more information on that. But it's out there. Right? The rumor started to, to start. It's starting to cook. It's yeah. not simmering yet. Yeah, it's yes, starting to cook. Yes. <laughs> they have the oil. They already have the, they have the pot set up. The fire's on. The oil is, uh, is heating up. They haven't, they haven't started putting the ingredients yet. Yes. We'll see what happens there. So, Ruben, we thought this race 
we both thought this race was entertaining. We're off to Sochi, which is traditionally not a very entertaining race. But we'll see what happens because F1 always tends to give us things that we don't expect. We didn't expect a race like this in Magello, and we got a good one. Hopefully, Sochi will give us a good one. Uh, when was the last time Sochi was exciting? I don't know, man, but I'm holding... You know what? <laughs> hope, man. We got to have hope. We got to have hope. Well, we definitely need the ratings. <laughs> so yeah. that if they bring out any race, it will be, yeah. and, you know, and, to follow. There's going to be fans there as well. So Oh, there will be fans there. Yeah, there will be fans. So next Whoa. week we'll have a preview of the Sochi race, and we'll, we'll go over any of the news that comes out. Uh, especially this one, especially, the Ineos. Yeah, the Ineos news. And, uh, you know, just guys, stay tuned. Remember, guys, to follow us on social media. Jump to Start F1 on Instagram and Twitter. And listen to us. In every platform. On every platform. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. I will say it again. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. This was awesome, man. I am going to practice my breathing so I could say all of that. <laughs> the same way you are willing to say it. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you, guys. <laughs>